When you are trying to lose weight, don't focus on the weight loss. Sit down. Let's have a quick chat. Jombo, everyone. And this is just another white guy speaking into a microphone in a slightly monotone voice. I'm Coach Zo, or the Coach Zo you know, and I got a question in the other day from a friend of mine named Rhea. And Rhea, she asked me a question earlier on in the year, but unfortunately, um, I didn't see it. So I'm going to go back and touch on it right now, but I still think it's a good topic to bring up because there's still over half the year left. So Rhea sent me a question, and it's a very common question that a lot of people have. So her question was about losing weight. See, I don't know Rhea in person, um, but she is wanting to lose, she says, at least 20 pounds. Um, I'll be glad if you could help me with this. What is the first thing I do? Well, first off, Rhea, thank you for your question. I appreciate it. Uh, But the next bit that I kind of want to get into is I want to ask you why. Why do you want to lose this weight? What is a lower number on the scale going to bring you? Because most of the time, people don't really think about why they're wanting to lose weight. They just know, they know, quote unquote, that for societal reasons or their doctor told them to or whatever the case is, that they want a lower number on the scale. But why do you want to lose that weight? Is it because you want to feel better when you're moving around? Is it just because you want to feel better when you're in a swimsuit on the beach? Uh, Once you really think about your reason for why you actually want to lose the weight because most of the time losing weight is beneficial for two reasons a it's for some major health concerns that you feel like you need to lose that weight or b it is for performance i'll give you the performance example Um, my marathon that's coming up in september i'm working on a lot of different factors but one of the areas i'm dialing in more into as i get just a few months out is the nutrition. I will probably drop a little bit of weight just with the summer conditioning um, and the eating habits that I have in place right now. So that's a performance metric. It's also used a lot in combat sports um, for boxing, MMA, um, jujitsu, all different types of fighting. There's certain weight classes and those weight classes is another performance metric. So it's either the health metric because it's dangerous for the weight that you're at or it's a performance one. Outside of that, I really don't care what somebody's number is on the scale. I know when they tell me and if they enjoy seeing that number go down, great. But it's kind of a like a result from measuring and focusing on other things besides just the number on the scale. The number on the scale can fluctuate around so much and people seem to stick on that because they look at a scale number and they're like, wow, I dropped two pounds. That's awesome. And then they feel like they look three days later and they've gone up five pounds and it's this constant fluctuation. It has so much to do with your water weight, um, the foods you've been consuming, your stress levels. If your activity levels have gone up and down throughout the weeks, that can really change around a lot. Uh, What tends to not change around as much sometimes is your overall 
measurements. So if you focus more on some of the measurements um, that you're taking on, and by this, I mean, if you go for, um, geez, my shoulder just popped, that's whatever. Um, if you go for like measures around your arms or your chest measure, or common ones are waist and hip measures, and going off those measurements and seeing how that progresses over time when you start working out or you change up your workouts or the way that you eat. Measurements are the part that I would focus on because I think people um, sometimes think that they don't want to put on muscle uh, because it'll make them seem big and bulky. Get that out of your mind. Never say it again because it is simply not the case. I know sometimes people are like, well, muscle weighs more than fat. And if I'm trying to lose weight, why would I try to put on muscle? Well, yes, technically it weighs more, but I'll tell you why. See, I mean, a pound of muscle and a pound of fat, it's gonna be the exact same thing. The thing is that muscle tissue is more dense. So all that means is it's that slightly more weight compacted into a smaller space. What this means for you is that if you are trying to, thinking about losing weight, if it's for more aesthetics and you're thinking, oh, I just wanna be leaner. Well, just working on your measurements and working on building muscle is gonna help you a lot more because it is going to take over some of the areas that you feel you have a bunch of fat stored in at the moment. And once it takes over that area, it appears to be more lean tissue. It makes itself seem more compact, things are more sculpted, and that's usually the look that people are looking for. If you're needing to bulk up, you have to consume, for most people, way too many calories that they even aren't able to consume normally. So thinking about that, yes, you can still focus on weight loss. It's totally fine to focus on that, but that is just something to consider about focusing more on measurements, which I would do for my clients in this situation versus just focusing with the number on the scale. But you're wanting to see what do you start out with? What do you do? There's three different areas that I'd want you to consider um, when you're looking at what to do, Rhea, or for anybody who is wanting some advice on this. The first area is focusing on full compound workouts or full total body workouts. Now, this is going to get the most bang for your buck because sometimes people think, oh, if I'm going to go work out, I just need to do basically a bodybuilder split where they do a little bit of some leg stuff on one day and they do just arms on another day and they do chest on another day. That works well for most people if you're in bodybuilding but it's not gonna work well if you're working on just trying to be lean and perhaps losing weight in your case. You're wanting to focus on the best element for the time that you have. So that is where the total body workout comes in. So what do I mean by that? Usually the easiest way to break down what a total body workout is, as long as you have some notes ready or you're taking your mental notes, uh, each workout consisting of some version of squats, lunges, deadlifts, pushing motions, pulling motions and ab slash core movements that we would focus those into each workout, starting with two total body workouts a week. And then as you feel better, maybe you can progress up to three or four, but you're wanting to make sure you get your recovery in the right way. Uh, the thing about these 
kind of like full compound workouts and why I say to do these is because of an afterburn effect. So what does that mean? Well, if you're focusing on calories and you're focusing on uh, workouts, getting the most out of them, the afterburn effect is pretty much, uh, to explain it simply, when you do exercise, um, you have a certain level of energy that you have burnt off doing that exercise. If you do total body movements, it's working the most muscles at the same time. Therefore, you're getting a greater energy burn. And the afterburn effect basically entails that you are taking whatever calories or whatever nutrients you are taking in after your workout, let's say for the rest of the day or for an extended period, based on the intensity of your workout, those calories, as long as you're taking in good ones, um, are going to help to go towards replenishing that energy or repairing um, what you have basically done to your body at that point, repairing to become stronger, to be able to build muscle, to get more of that lean look that people are looking for. So focusing on that, um, those total body workouts twice a week, going over those exercises that I talked about because it has more of that benefit of the afterburn effect. The second bit is conditioning that pushes you. Okay, everybody, listen close. The amount of times that I see people on a treadmill or an elliptical or a bike or something like that where they're able to basically scroll through social media and read on their phone or take a phone call, it's not going to cut it. It's not going to get the effect that you're wanting. You have to go outside of your comfort zone to be able to get any benefit out of the conditioning that you are doing. It should be focused. It should be that you have no other choice but focusing on the movement that you are doing. Now, the most common way of this is focusing on high intensity movements and high intensity interval training is a common one or some intervals because you're only focused for a short period of time at a high intensity and it's usually the most time efficient of conditioning type exercises. There's plenty of them out there. Uh, plenty of workouts out there to be able to do, but you're always welcome to message me to ask about some more specifically, or we can always have a chat. You're wanting to make sure that with these workouts, two things. Uh, number one, people always think that it has to be short, high intensity. It can also be a long type of workout. You know, I still burn a fair amount of calories from going at something for a long distance or a long period of time that can still have a strong effect as long as it is outside of the zone that you usually do if you're doing the same three miles or you're doing the same five kilometers every week at the exact same intensity and you don't change anything guess what your body's not going to have a reason to change so make sure that you're kind of pushing your limits um, and focusing on building off the conditioning session that you did last time and try to be better each time. It's all about consistently pushing your body outside of that comfort zone when it comes to conditioning. The second bit is you need to find one that you enjoy. And you might be looking at me and say, Zoe, I don't. And you might just leave it at that because you feel like you don't enjoy conditioning. But people always think that it's something that's monotonous and it's boring and it takes a long time. It doesn't have to be that way. 
think of conditioning as a conditioning buffet when you're first starting out. You know, there's a lot of different things that you can do for conditioning. I have clients who do boxing for conditioning. I have clients who do running for conditioning. I have clients who do swimming for conditioning. You can use rowing machines. You can do some more intense hiking. You can do certain sports for conditioning. And it's a great way to be able to do that as long as you can stay focused for that amount of time. So my advice would be to try out some different forms of conditioning, um, pick kind of a new one each day. And then when you find one that's either A, challenging enough where you wanna get better at it, or B, you enjoy it, but you're still getting that kind of out of breath feeling and feeling that you've put some work in, that's the one you should do. Just because I'm a runner doesn't mean I'm gonna force running upon you. You need to choose the one that works best for you. Third and final point. You want to focus more on the macros than the calories. Now, I know I sound like a complete gym bro when I'm talking about the macros and that you can just put whatever burgers or fries or whatever into your mouth as long as you meet your macros. You'll hear that a lot from a lot of people that, oh, I met my macros, so I'm good, even though they ate complete trash all day. I'm saying to focus on the macronutrients, which if you don't know what those are, they are proteins, carbs, and fats that make up all the different foods that you will eat. Now you can find more variety and options and good macronutrients in more whole food type categories, more of a natural source, not as highly processed. You wanna go for low process type foods. Again, if you're not following along, you can Google it. It's worth a Google. So check that out and Focus on the macronutrients over the calories. People are so obsessed with the calories and kind of meeting their calories, or they're trying to be way too low. I hear about a bunch of people eating, trying to eat 1,200 calories to lose weight. That's like the calorie amount that a seven-year-old needs. And unless you're listening to me in elementary school, you don't need to be doing that. Your body needs enough food to be able to recover from the activity that you're doing, but also feed your overall base caloric intake level that your body needs on a day-to-day -day basis. Otherwise, if it's too low, your body freaks out and it tries to hold on to your fat stores and it tries not to lose weight because it convinces itself that it's in a state of not um, wanting to give up vital nutrients that your organs need. Focusing on the macros will be way better for you. How do you do this? You need to get um, what's known as your TDEE. I talked about this in the last episode, but it's basically your total daily energy expenditure. And this will give you the idea, idea, jeez, <laughs> the idea of the amount of calories that you need. But again, you don't need to focus on that number as much. You're able to type in basic information. Yes, it can get you that calorie number to kind of follow along with, but more importantly, it'll get you the amount of macronutrients you need each week, whether you're trying to bulk up or you're trying to slim down, and lose weight. Uh, I would tell everybody, first off, I am not a licensed dietitian or nutritionist. I'm just going off some of the educational info that I've gotten. Take it with a grain of salt. You... At most, for most of my clients, if I recommend anything, at most it would be cutting off 500 calories a week, at most. Because if you do that over a week's time, that'll be a pound off a day. But again, 
this is very individual dependent if I would recommend this or not. I'm just saying the amount that I would usually do and what most of the TDEE calculators will do for you as well, because you don't want to try to cut off too much too soon. Otherwise your body's going to freak out way too much and it doesn't give your body time to adapt to each step and each point of that weight loss. Once you get that TDEE number, you want to use something like MyFitnessPal or something like that to be able to track calories easily where you're able to just look up the food that you're eating and it usually has that amount there. As long as you have that, um, sometimes a little kitchen scale is worth it to have. Um, have no shame in using that. I've taken it into restaurants before, but again, I don't care what people think, so it's a little bit different. But you can keep it for you at home to be able to measure out and see how much food you are eating. When you're tracking this at first, I wouldn't completely change your food around at first. I would just track it at first using one of these websites or apps and go about it that way. See how much macronutrients you're getting in. And usually they're measured in grams. See how many macronutrients you were getting in each day and see how far off you are from the recommendations that they give you. So to wrap that up, Full compound workouts, you want to find conditioning that actually pushes you where you can't just text on your phone and do it. It's something that's outside of your comfort zone. And three, you want to focus more on your macronutrients than you want to on the calorie count. I hope that has given you some insight, Rio. I hope for anybody else out there, you kind of maybe question if you really want to lose weight or if you're just trying to get leaner and focusing on the muscle building aspect of it versus a arbitrary number on a scale. I hope that helps. Um, I just wanted to let you know as kind of some closing notes. Uh, next episode is going to be the closing of season one of the What the Foss podcast. And I am going to talk about how season two is going to go and what changes are going to be made. Otherwise, take chances make mistakes, and I'll talk to you all soon.